0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Basketball from the Future by your host, Ryder Griffin. And today, I want to talk about the Portland Trailblazers. You guys know that I'm a diehard Portland Trailblazers fan. And I just want to really briefly talk about the Portland Trailblazers' first two games this season. Because we're like three games, four games into the season right now. And things are still, like some teams haven't even played yet. And I think I'm I'm not sure, um, but not so much has happened yet. I just want to talk about what happened in the Trail Trailblazers' first two games against Utah and Houston. And, um, it's kind of a ramble, but no. First, I want to talk about Utah, but there's not too much to talk about because, like, we it was was a bad loss. There was 120 to 100, we lost. Um, CJ came up somewhat big played better than Damian Lillard, it was, it was a bad game, but it was like a fine game, like, within a bad game, like, replayed bad, but, like, some players play good, if you know what that means, like, CJ played good, Damian Lillard took a step back that game, he didn't play that well, but, um, Utah played great, like, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, with their, um, huge contract extensions, like, Rudy Gobert. Has the third highest contract in NBA history. Which is insane. Like, I understand, like, teams nowadays are getting more money than NBA teams back then. But, like, would you, who would you pay more money? Rudy Gobert a center in 2020? Or Michael Jordan? Everyone knows that you'd pick Michael Jordan. But, um... It was a fine game, but I re- today I really want to talk about today's game. It was Houston versus Porn Trail Blazers. Um, we won one twenty eight to one twenty six. Um, we needed this win, even though this was only the second game in the season. We needed a win. We needed to start winning, cause um we can't go like five games zero and five that's gonna demolish the chances of um like making the playoffs count because like even that like everyone's like has their head down saying got how like then like how do we lose our games and they're gonna keep on losing this is like the mentality kind um i don't know what i'm saying but um we won this game which is very important cj McCollum had 44 8 and 3 he went crazy Forty-four points, eight assists, three rebounds. He was the driving force for our team tonight. He was hitting a lot, most of his shots. He's playing efficiently. He was playing well. It was amazing to see. He was playing great basketball tonight. Um, Damian Lillard. He scored thirty-four points. Lillard. Um, he played well. He played a lot better than the first game. I would say he was more involved. Um, Yusuf Nurkic played well. He had twelve points. I liked what I saw from Ennis Kidder tonight. He had 10 points. He was doing his thing in the post. He was scoring. Um, I want not say I will. But he was scoring. Derek Jones Jr. and um, Robert Cummington had a couple of good dunks. They were going nice. Derrick Jones Jr. I may have said this in my first episode about Portland. If you haven't listened to that, you should listen to that. Derrick Jones Jr. I love to have on this team because he, he's a hype man. He'll make... Everyone, like, hyped to, like, him be on the court, just doing anything, just gets people excited with his dunks, and that's really it, like, he doesn't make any flashy passes or anything, he's a great dunker, he's a great high flyer, and we see that he was putting on a show tonight, and I like to see him on the court for us, because we don't have that man like the last couple of seasons, there was really no like exciting players. Like it obviously Damian Lillard, Colin Bishnerkic, we love those players, but like there's there's no players that are like dedicated to just like the highlight plays and you know, the crowd hypes. And it's cool to have Derrick Jones Jr. to do that, and it's nice for the fans, and for the team, it's great. Um, Harry Giles didn't play which I don't know if he was injured, but I'm just going to act like he wasn't Um, because I don't know. But he didn't play, and in the preseason, he looked phenomenal, scoring 19 points, 11 rebounds, 18 points, 11 rebounds. He was going crazy. Harry Giles was becoming one of my favorite Blazers. I I still have high hopes. I had high hopes. I still have high hopes for him this season. I think he's still going to blo- blossom into a great NBA player because this is only his fourth season in the league. He still has uh, so much room to grow, so much potential. Because he's just a phenomenal player in the NBA. I think with Portland, he has a chance to really show how well he can play. But he um, can play the, this game. I'm not sure if we played the, our first game, Presuta, but... um. Hopefully we see him on the court soon again soon, and I'm excited for him. Um, Robert Covington, has been playing well for us, and amazingly, but I think he might play a little better when once we get later into the season, because um, he's a great defensive player and he's been helping us with that great defensively. And this Cantor, I like to see back on the court with us. He scored ten. He was doing things as opposed, post, as I said, because um, I love I loved canner in, in the 2019 playoff run, especially when we were playing against Denver because he, because we didn't have there, because we didn't, there was no better center on the roster except for Cantor. and he was, he was doing his thing with Nicole Jokic battling it out on the boards, and it was great to see him, I'm happy to be now having him back after his stint with Boston I'm happy to have him back, and he's a phenomenal player as well um, Avery Simons played well. So happy to see him on the on the court for us because he's a I, he's him and Gary Trent Jr. are great upcoming players, upcoming guards specifically. And I'm just so excited to see how their careers unfold. And I, I'm just lucky enough to see their careers unfold in front of my own eyes. It's amazing sight. And now I just want to talk about. Houston for a little bit, their game, what's going on with them, um, as some, some of you may know, James Harden wants to leave Houston, he doesn't want to play there, um, like you could tell, cause he didn't go to the first, like, week or two of training camp, he was off in, um, uh, Atlanta, Las Vegas, at clubs, um, which he said, um, with, um, quotation marks, training, called it training, Um, it's funny, but, um, he didn't want to be in Houston, and so he's made a bunch of lists of teams that he wanted to go to, or what he'd like to go to, um, like, that consisted of Philadelphia, the Nets, and now he added Portland to this list of teams, which is very interesting, because I could see how that would work, like, with Damian Lillard and James Harden, If we were to get James Harden, I think we'd be, like, instantly championship contenders. Just because how amazing player James Harden is. Because he's one of the top shooting guards of all time in NBA history. And so to add him to any team with a star, -star, all-star, like, one of the best in their class, it's automatically championship contenders. But I don't know what we would give up for him. Like the fake, like the the um trades that I've heard about, all like all include C.J. McCollum, Anthony Simons, maybe another dude or two, and like a one or two first round picks, and for James Harden, yes, that's a good, time trade. Yeah, that's an amazing trade actually, just to give up that much to get one of the best players in the NBA, top five in the NBA, but me, Portland fan. I wouldn't do it if it consisted of, like, C.J. McCollum or Gary Trent Jr. and Free Simons just because I'd rather have these guys. Like, right now, I'd rather have these guys, these young guards, these, these good guards now and, like, watch their careers blossom and then maybe become better than James Harden. Who knows? Then a James Harden, a 31, 32-year-old James Harden that might start to degress in a couple of years, and might become a free agent in a couple of years. I don't know. I don't know James Harden's contract situation that well, but um, so I don't know when he's gonna be a free agent or if it's gonna be restricted, non-restricted. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's very really interesting that he had Portland to that list of teams. Obviously tonight, or their first game, Houston's first game of this NBA season got. Postponed. It was a verse. It was verse, the Oklahoma State Thunder. I think, if I'm correct, um, Oklahoma State Thunder, OKC, because someone on the team or someone got the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, and like due to contract tracing, six, seven, maybe eight, nine people had to sit out for this game. Had to get tested before they could play again. And for the Houston Rockets, they didn't have enough players because to play an NBA game, a team needs at least eight players on the roster that's able to play. And the Houston Rockets didn't have that. They had less, so they had to postpone. And there's still a couple people that were out for this game. Like, there was DeMarcus Cousins, Dan Wall. They all had to stay home because it wasn't safe for them to play. It wasn't safe for the league for them to play. Um, until we hear back from the doctors or whoever, and see if they have it or not. But, um, and the whole team got it. It was just contract chasing. But, um, yeah, still, John Wald, Marcus Cousins, excited to have them back on the court. But anyway, Christian Wood was a player that, surprisingly, I was surprised by this, got signed by Houston, this last free agency. um, And, He's a really exciting player. I, I, I like um, Christian Wood, who Houston signed. He, not like a high player like Derrick Jones Jr., but he does have his his moments. Like today, he had a couple good dunks. and just stared down the person he dunked over, and it was nice to see. Well it wasn't because it was on my trailblazers, but it was cool to see him be good and have a good... Like, set line, everything, play for a contending team, kind of, um, not stuck in Detroit anymore, which, there's my thing in Detroit about, like, let Derek Rose go, like, trading for his last few seasons, not few, because he's not, like, old, old, he's, like, 30-something, 31, 32, um, or in basketball terms, you know, old, old, because I know some people, um, I take offense that, but I don't know. He I mean, people want him to play for a contender, like the Lakers and win a championship. Um, youngest MVP. Yeah. He won MVP in twenty eleven, but um Christian Wood he play he works really well with this team, like surprisingly well. I didn't think he was gonna play this well with this team. I think he had close to thirty points tonight, maybe. Maybe maybe less. Maybe over exaggerating. I was watching this game, and he was just going crazy, kind of, like, playing better than he did in Detroit, and I'm just, I'm just happy to see him develop as a player, and it was nice to see, um, James Harden came out of nowhere and scored 47, like, he's James Harden, so he does that, but, it was just, like, he, like, he got big in the, in the free agency, in the, in the not postseason, off season, he's because he's been going to clubs and everything, so he hasn't really been training. Even though he says he's been, he didn't go to training camp. He's been fighting with his teammates, threw a ball at a player and fought with him, on his team. But he scored forty-seven, almost fifty, in his first game back. It's a, He, it's, he was playing surprisingly well, but he he's playing. These Rockers playing pretty good. Under their new coach. Um, Stefan. Steven Silas. Not. Not. Steve, Stephen. Um. Stefan Silas. I think it is. I might be butchering that name. My apologies. But. They've been playing. Well. Under their new coach. After. Mike D'Antoni left. I don't know what. Team he's coaching now. Or if he is coaching a team. He might just be sitting there. Waiting for a job. But um he might coach for um for Portland one day because Portland I like coach Terry Stotts. I like him, but I don't know much about the coaches in the NBA. I know I know a good bit. Like I know a little bit about Doc Rivers, Greg Popovich, but my coach Terry Stotts. He I when I look at him I think a good coach. He has like he's has the third or something like that. One of the top longest tenures with the NBA team in the NBA currently. Like with him, Rick Carlisle, Greg Popovich. I think I think it's in that order. Terry Stotts, Rick Carlisle Greg Popovich. But um and people are now saying hashtag on Twitter like hashtag fire Terry Fire Terry Stotts. And everyone's, like, adding Neil Osley, who's the GM of Portland. Saying, fire this man, fire him. And there's a chance that that does happen. And we might get Mike D'Antoni. I don't know how that, but system would work. Kind of like the system in Houston, but Portland. That Damian Lillard would be averaging 60, 50 points a game if that happened. That'd be crazy. But getting yeah, Mike cook for us one day, it's crazy to think about that but yeah it was a good game Damian Lillard C.J. McCollum went off C- kind of C.J. McCollum took the lead on that but the teammates they had a good going it was it that's 70 points between them 30, that's they had 70 points between just the two of them 44 and 34 78 close to 80 points there was a, it was a high scoring game went into overtime, it was one twenty eight to one twenty six, so it's not surprising, but yeah, that's amazing basketball that went on tonight. I think that's gonna wrap up today's episode. I want to thank you guys for listening, and bye peace.